Welcome to Try This at Home with Leslie and Leslin, a podcast that offers you tips and tricks for solving problems, increasing happiness, and creating a better life. Hi, this is Leslin from Try This at Home. Life doesn't always go the way we want it to, and sometimes it's an outright job to foster positivity. Today, we're talking about how to build and sustain a positive, a glass half full outlook. So grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and listen in. Hi, Les. Hi, Les, and how are you? Well, I think I'm better now. Um, I think I'm better now, yeah. You know, we have to tell the story. So we connected on Thursday morning. Yep. And <laughs> well, we should say that when we connected on Thursday morning. Yes, let's morning, talk about let's do that. Yeah. So I was having a really horrible morning. <laughs> and you know, truth in advertising here, even though I enjoy doing this podcast. There have been times when, you know, it's, it's a stressor, right? I'm sure for you too. It's like, yeah, you have to find the time to do it. You have to do the research. You have to move the outline. You have to find the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's not all sunshine and roses and us just talking. Although certainly that is by far the the best part of it. But of course, so I was just telling a friend, I'm like, oh my gosh, I have to do this podcast. And it totally felt like a chore that morning. I was having a really negative outlook on things. I was like, Les is going to have to drag me across the finish line. I'm just going to sit there and say, yeah. Like, I, I mean, I was really, I was really not having a very good morning. You were and, not. Um, I was not. <laughs> very not positive. And Which so- is funny because the, yeah, exactly. It's, we were getting ready to have a conversation about positivity and you yes. were pretty <laughs> negative. Not, you're not really ever very negative, but you were just sour. I was sour, 100%. I've come off of a very rough couple weeks. So, but even still, and we'll talk about this later, normally I I still have a a very hopeful or positive outlook. But anyway, Mm -hmm. not not that morning. So how ironic that we're talking about positivity. So we settle in and Mm -hmm. we push the record button and there was a little bit of a technical difficulty, but we're like, no, just screw it. We're recording. We'll fix it later. Like everything will be fine. Well, mostly because we, for some reason, and we don't know if it's the program that we're using, but there's some blips and sometimes it doesn't look right, but it is okay. Yes. So we just, and instead of really messing anything up, you could hear me, I could hear you. We just decided to run with it. Yes. So we ran with it for what? 42 minutes. 42 minutes. Okay. (laughs) We ran with it for 42 minutes. And there was something good that happened and something bad that happened at the end of that 42 minutes. So right at the end of the 42 minutes, the good thing that happened was my outlook had changed. I just talking about positivity and sort of, you know, telling the things that I already know and hearing your interesting outlook and your perspective and your opinions just took my sour mood away. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it was, it was great. I, mm-hmm. I left, I came in like a lion and went out like a lamb. I mean, it, it's true. Yeah. And it was a really good conversation. Yes. It was great. So right. why are we talking about it again? Well, why don't you tell them? 
So I downloaded both the tracks and there was no sound on my track. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this morning, this morning, the sound from my track was perfect, was fine. And you could hear you through my computer speaker, right? Certainly nothing that would ever be able to be put out into the world. <laughs> exactly. And this morning when I logged into the program and plugged everything in, it looks like I had accidentally muted my mic. Yeah. Yeah. So here we are. Re-recording. I don't even know what day it is. It's Tuesday morning. <laughs> but you know, I, I think it's super interesting to sit back and really point out that and what your conversation or what you said to me after that, when I said, I'm so sorry, I wasted, you know, your time. And you're like, no, it was like that was as good as the therapy session for me, right? That there was really something good came out of that time and energy, regardless of whether or not we have to redo it. And I, I really wonder, like, maybe we were meant to redo it because we needed to tell that story. And maybe there's something that someone is going to, you know, hear that and it's going to resonate with them. And I don't know. I, I always, I always wonder if stuff like that happens for a reason. And I'm so happy to share. Yeah. And well, I mean, you know me, I think everything happens for a reason and I don't, I try to really just sit back and take things in stride. And I'm not, I mean, people who know, especially my family would probably say that is not true. (laughs) I'm not saying that I don't have some energy about it in the moment. Right. But also in the moment, and this is really one of the things that we talk about when we're talking about positivity is being able to accept or trust that there's some value in every single experience. You may not ever be able to find it. Yeah. But there's some value in the experience. Yeah, and that's one of the it's it's hard as I sit here and I'm like, okay, I make I want to make sure that we say the things that we said last time. And of course, that's gonna be impossible because right. you know, we we just won't be able to do that. But one of the things I want to make sure that we talk about is what you said, and I never really thought about it this way, and that's about hope. Yes. And I think last time I I had mentioned like, you know, I usually understand that something, you know, I I also think that things happen for a reason. And I've come to accept that that reason might not always be something that I'm able to identify. Exactly. And, you know, so very specifically, the, the bullet point of this breakout, if you will, is to turn your failures into lessons. Yes. Right. I mean, literally every time we record and we have to re-record because that wasn't the first time. <laughs> no, it's not. We think, okay, what did we do last time that didn't work so that we can remember not to do that this time? Yeah. And I honestly, I remember saying to you, God darn it, Le- Leslie, I don't know what happened because I literally just hang up the headphones. <laughs> 
on the microphone and I don't do anything else. I don't disconnect the mixer. I literally just plug the USB in and I do everything the same. Right, right. Well, except in this case, I didn't do everything the same because I had <laughs> muted my mic. But, right. you know, is that a failure? You know, I think, I mean, it was certainly, it was a mistake. And if we say that mistakes are failures, then we're going to kind of make this really big pool from which to assess. But every, you know, if we don't have hope, why do we get up? Right. Yeah. hundred you know, hope is that I am going to learn from my mistakes. Hope is that it's not going to happen next time. Hope is that there's something beyond this very moment. Now, as much as as a therapist, I talk about living in the present, which is another bullet point to this. Make sure that you you spend as much time in the present but there has to be some element of hope that the next time is going to be equal to or better than this and or we're going to learn something new next time. I mean, we're kind of organisms that are built on hope. I hope to grow up. I hope to fall in love. I hope to get a job. I hope to buy a house. I hope... But we can't, and we have to find a balance between hoping for everything in the beyond versus living in the moment. But it it can't be. I don't think it can be one or the other. It has to be a balance. Yeah. One of the things that I've run into from time to time, and, and I w- I guess I want to preface this with one thing really quick. I think that I am a much more positive person today than I was 15 years ago Mm -hmm. and I've worked at it Mm -hmm. so it it is work I this doesn't come naturally to everybody and Mm -hmm. obviously as I mentioned before on some days it still doesn't come naturally to me Mm -hmm. but one thing that I've encountered because I I think that I am a more positive person maybe than most people or maybe just more positive than perhaps this circle of people that I interact with on a regular basis is that some have talked about toxic positivity. Mm. And I think that they're referencing just, you know, someone who is just, Oh, I know that your, you know, sister just died in a car accident, but look on the bright side. You you know, we're not we're not talking about that. I mean Correct. And toxic positivity is Pollyanna, right? Yeah. Toxic positivity is avoiding the negative, hiding from the that's avoiding, um, or denying the negative. Yeah. And in positive in, in the kind of positivity that we're talking about fostering, it's super, super important to it to own and honor the negative yes for i think for a period of time right i think that's the key is at a certain point you go from 
respecting and working through and honoring this negative thing and and the scales tip and it becomes dwelling well yes because living in it yes and we have talked about this so much because that's not the focus when i say own and honor i'm not saying i'm not saying focus right and so the what am i trying to say i i think it looks a lot like confronting that the negative thing happened and and saying i know that losing your job is horrible and that you have so many fears about you know how you're going to pay your mortgage and you know if i can as your friend, if I can step in and and bring you some meals or, you know, looking at it and acknowledging and um, there's a word and I, it's escaping my mind right now, but just really validating there. Yes. Thank you. That's exactly it. Validating that this thing happened. That is important. People don't want to feel like you're gaslighting them and saying that, well, it's no big deal. If you lose your job, come on, just, just go get another job. Just go work at Walmart. Like it's not that. I, I don't think that you can move on to positivity until you grieve whatever it is that happened that was negative. Yeah, and and I want to. I mean, I really want to exa- uh, extrapolate that point a little bit because when we compare our shitty day to the problems in the world at large, they are minuscule. As a matter of fact, one might say that it barely qualifies as a problem, right? Yes. And yet, in that moment, compared relative to your life, it's a catastrophe. Yeah. And we need to honor the fact that that's not normal in your day-to-day mode of, of living, and yeah. and i think that it's i don't think i mean i i valid i want everybody to learn how to validate first and then put into perspective second right yeah okay when i was widowed at 23 years old i was 24 Rocky was 23 when he died. So I was widowed and people said to me, you know, you're young, you'll get remarried again. Yes. Well, (laughs) that might, they might've understood the reality of that. But to me in that moment, it seemed like not just an improbability. It seemed like an impossibility. I didn't want to marry anybody else. I wanted my husband back. Right. Right. And I've had clients say people after they lose a child, people would say, at least you can have more kids. What the living God are people thinking when they invalidate somebody's pain like that? Yeah. People are not replaceable. Period. Well, yeah. yeah. So I guess, and I want to bring it back to toxic positivity are those kinds of statements, right? 
That's not what we're talking about. We're saying, hey, listen, validate the pain you feel, validate your problem, and hope for there to be some value in the experience. Yeah. Well, going back to the example of losing your job, right? So someone loses their job and obviously they're worried about all of the what ifs. After you're validated, positivity might be, you know, as a friend saying, you know, hey, I remember you telling me that you always wanted to to change careers and, and do this instead. Do you want to talk about it? Is that something that you're still interested in? Do you want to look into what that would require? Maybe this is an opportunity for you. I mean, there's, that's exactly right. There's a time to also, I think, help people shift their focus. Yeah. onto something positive. Exactly. Hey, listen, we actually, everybody. Exactly. And we have some bullets that we'll run through and talk about it a little bit, but we have a message for you first. So stay tuned. Hey everyone, it's Leslin. One of our goals this year is to grow the podcast audience and you can help. We would truly appreciate a share or a shout out if you found the ideas here helpful. Don't forget, you can always touch base with us personally on Facebook, Instagram, and on our website, trythisathomepodcast.com. Okay, so we're back and we want to just bullet a few things. And we've kind of been talking about this, but If you want to foster positivity in your life, first and foremost, make sure that the majority of your attention is focused on what works. You know, we all have things in our life that work and we all have things in our life that don't work. When Harlan was sick, it was super easy for me to focus on the fact that he was going to die and harder for me to focus on the fact that he was still here. (laughs) You know, I mean, that's just the truth. It's, you know, all of that fear takes over and you, it wants to divert your attention to the negative and we have to pay attention and consciously move ourselves toward the positive piece. And I think that if you can learn to focus on the good. And when I say focus, I'm in I'm using that word on purpose. Like a camera lens, adjust the focus so that you clearly see adjust the focus so that you clearly see what is positive in your life. And and this is where a gratitude practice comes in. Yeah. Um and so, so that's super important. Yeah. The another bullet is to focus your mindset on looking for solutions. Like you just you just gave a great example of that, Leslie, yeah. about your friend who lost their job. You know, that hurts. Now, where are we, where do we have the potential for problem solving here? What are what are the possibilities? And when I'm working with clients, one of the things I try to have them do is dream, mm-hmm. right? This is this yeah. is where hope comes in. Yeah. So let's just become a dreamer for a minute. What are all of the possibilities? I don't want you to limit yourself. I don't want you to downplay anything. Just allow yourself to dream and consider possibilities. 
once you've done that, you can go through and assess the probability or the likelihood or the rational elements. But just for a few minutes, I want you to consider the possibilities. And I think that hope really brings you back to the positive side of things. Yeah. Yeah. And I would just put the little caveat here because I'm often very solutions oriented when problems come up. I think that's a way that I cope with stress. Mm -hmm. Is it sometimes that if you're too focused on that without really remembering that validation piece, that can look like you're just being flippant and just, you know, not, not caring about the, the situation at hand. Because the truth is that some people are not always ready to hear solutions. Yep. Yep. As a matter of fact, I usually recommend that you ask permission to offer solution. Yes. That is great advice for sure. You know, just, hey, listen, I have an idea. Are you open to hearing it? Or yeah. do you have any interest in my thoughts? You know, because you're right. Sometimes we're just not open to seeing a solution in that moment. We can look at there. Yeah. But we have, it, it doesn't do any good to have that conversation if I'm not open to hearing it. Yeah. Because what, what that plays out like, if you, if you are presenting it to someone who isn't willing to hear it, it looks like they are going to come back with every tiny possible excuse (laughs) why it won't work. Yeah. So true. And under normal circumstances, when maybe they've had time and perspective, they're not going to do that. Yeah. Not going to do that. Well, you know, and that leads me to a little rule of thumb. Do not make any decisions from the space of a bad mood. Right. Ever. (laughs) Yes. I saw something online. Nastia Lukin is a former U.S. gymnast. And there was a little meme or whatever on Instagram. And it said that don't quit on a bad day. Yeah. Yeah. It's too easy. I mean, if you think about it, it's like deciding to have a picnic in a thunderstorm. Right. Right. It's, it's probably not your best option. (laughs) You're not in your right mind. Yeah. Yeah. You're definitely not. Um, Yeah. And we could probably talk for another 30 minutes about that, (laughs) but uh, okay. Bullet point. I don't know what number it is. So we'll just say bullet point. Start the day with a positive affirmation. I think that this is critical for people who live in toxic environments. Mm. Before you exit your bedroom, affirm to yourself, I am powerful. I am calm. I am strong. I am in control. I can focus, you know, whatever I'm good enough, whatever those things are that you need to reinforce yourself before you exit into the toxicity. I do this a lot with clients who live in environments that that aren't necessarily emotionally healthy. Right. And, you know, because they, they say, no sooner do I walk out in the kitchen and pour my coffee and my day is just screwed. Right. Yes. I'm like, well, 
okay, then you need to grab that coffee and go right back to your room. And you need to do some affirmation work in that room before you can go back out. And it's, and we have a, a podcast from last year. I think we did a podcast about affirmations. Yeah. So revisit that. But affirmations are a really great way to retrain your mind. I'm not super great about phrasing it in a way that I think would constitute an affirmation. However, I usually say prayer in the morning. And there's gratitude involved in that. Good. And that is a way of obviously focusing your attention on positive things in the same vein as an affirmation. Yeah, I think prayer, affirmations, there's also a practice called loving kindness that is super healthy. And it's essentially, we do it often in prayer anyway, but typically it's an outward expression of loving kindness, you know, please protect all the people I love, blah, 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 blah. May you all be healthy and happy and prosperous. But the kind of loving kindness that I want to encourage is generated toward oneself. And it really is just kind of turning your hands towards yourself and say, may may I be calm? May I find peace? May I be happy? Maybe may I be prosperous? Yeah. yeah. So if you if you have a hard time with the I am Try loving kindness practice. And the best source on this is Sharon Salzberg. I think we've talked about her before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So what's up next? So the next bullet point is find humor in bad situations. I think I'm pretty good at this. You are great at this. Yeah. I'm a very funny person. What can I say? And you know, but I mean, at the end of the day, there are funny things in bad situations. There are. I mean, you maybe need a little self deprecating humor from time to time. It's okay. Yeah. As long as it doesn't persist, right? It's not healthy to make fun of yourself on a regular basis, but being able to be jolly Mm -hmm. in the truest sense of the word often. It brings a little levity in, which and levity and positivity can be used interchangeably sometimes. Yeah. We've also, we've talked already about turning failures into lessons. Next bullet point. And then after that is the transforming negative self-talk into positive self-talk. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure we've covered this ad nauseum for most of our listeners. (laughs) But you just go listen to everything we've ever published. (laughs) Pretty much, pretty much. Because negative self-talk is maybe the single biggest contributor to negativity. Right. Right. And I don't want to spend a ton of time because we have so many podcasts about this. Right. We've also talked already about the bullet focus on the present. The, The last two are very near and dear to my heart because they're so easily accomplished. One is find positive friends, mentors, and coworkers. You know, if you swim in a toxic pool, you're going to get sick. Yes, absolutely. You can be fine in the morning. You go swimming this afternoon and you're going to be sick tonight. Yes. And so... 
obviously that metaphor is if your environment is nothing but toxicity, maintaining a healthy, positive outlook is going to be next to impossible. You've got to find some space in your world where you are surrounded by positive people, coworkers, or mentors. 100%. I I can't say it any more bluntly than that. You you can't be the only one that saves everyone from negativity. Right. You you can't give from an empty well. You, You have to be around people who are filling you up. Right. Yeah, you absolutely have to. Yes. Right. And then maybe my favorite one is to engage in activities that foster positive thoughts. Now, this could be scrolling through a Pinterest board of quotes. It could be reading an inspiring book. It could be listening to TED Talks on a topic that is near and dear to your heart. It could be listening to podcasts like ours, (laughs) you know, Michelle Obama's, Brene Brown's. I mean, there's so many, oh my gosh, technology just opens that door wide up. And it's accessible in your headphones 24 hours a day with the push of a button. And it's most of the time free. Yes. And there's no excuse. Right. Yeah. No excuse whatsoever. So those are our bullet points. I think that our try this at home this week is really to engage in in, in as many of those as possible on a regular basis to really just sit down and say, okay, what am I doing today to foster positivity? And You know, I understand the world's a crazy place right now. And our stress levels have escalated either in or under our awareness to the point where our fuses are short. Yes. Amen to that. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a ton of stuff that we can look at and say, that sucks. And I would agree with you. Yeah. But there's also a ton of stuff that is amazing and and goodness is seeping through. And I want to encourage everybody to really shift your attention into that space. And if push comes to shove, force it to be there. Yeah. You know, listen to uplifting music. Somebody told me the other day they have a dep- a, dep- a sad playlist. And I'm like, what is that? And she said, well, when I'm sad, I just play this music. And I said, well, is it sad music or happy music? She goes, oh, no, it's like, I can't remember the artist, but she said it's like this woman who wrote a- this album when she was suicidal. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Okay, girlfriend, you need to listen to something else. (laughs) And my, the album I listen to when I need inspiration is Last of the Mohicans playlist or soundtrack. Really? Yep. I have never even seen that movie. Well, the 
the only reason to watch it, in my opinion, is the music and the cinematography. Okay. It was, I mean, it's a good movie, but it's brutal. And okay. I don't really think of the movie itself, but I think about being in the Shenandoah National Forest, which is where it was filmed, which is just stunningly beautiful. And then the music is a little bit like Battle and Commander. It's orchestra, but it's like, boom, in your face, empowerment kind of music. And then there's these these little spaces where it's soft and then it booms again. And it just, to me, it, it implies thrill i usually just listen to cold play when i'm one there you go okay (laughs) and i don't know why but that's what i tend to listen to when i'm really need to get things done although lately it's been the hamilton soundtrack so okay yeah i don't know (laughs) i you know and everybody has a different motivator right but i think the the point is 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 do it it's 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 making a decision to infuse positivity in your day. Even if you don't feel positive, there are ways for you to infuse it into your day. And just like last week, when you started our conversation negative and you ended our conversation feeling lighter and better, that's what happens when you infuse positivity. Yeah, it's it's really a pretty great illustration and like I was I was around someone, right? I was talking to you, you were positive. We're I mean, a lot of these things that we've talked about applied in that situation. And I, and I also just want to say one thing too is that this does take work. I mean, I know I mentioned yes. that word, I just want to I just want to reiterate it because it really you really can't expect to spend a week doing this and suddenly you're positive all the time. Right. Right. You know, maybe as a glass half empty person. Yeah. But you can get there. You, you 100% can get there. Yeah. So let's clarify that a little bit. It's not hard work. It is persistent work, right? It could be as easy as setting a timer on your phone three times a day to infuse positivity. So three times a day, you're going to, maybe the first one is you look at a bunch of positive quotes. Maybe the second one is you play a song that makes you, that uplifts you. And the third one is to call somebody and tell them how great they are and how much you appreciate them. Yeah. It's, it's a persistence. If you want to change the way you are, you're absolutely right. It can't be a week. It cracks me up. And that's probably the nicest way I can say it. (laughs) When people come in to me and they say, yeah, I, we need marriage counseling. Our communication isn't good. And then they come three times And I don't hear from them again for two years later. And they come in and they're like, yeah, we're trying to like, this is the last ditch effort before we divorce. You're like, yeah, well, why did you stop in the first place? Well, and listen, I know there's lots of reasons, but I just really have to reiterate that 
consistency. I don't care if you're parenting, dieting, or or studying. Consistency is the proven contributor of success. I have a one of my favorite quotes is failure is the path of least persistence. Yeah. 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 So, one last thought. I you know, we've talked about me being on TikTok and on Monday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern time, I do a live and I'm having so much fun with that. Last night, we spent a ton of time talking about parenting. And most of it was about parenting adult children, but a few people came in who had teenagers. And we talked a lot about criticism and relationships. How do we build good relationships with teenagers? You know, I everybody tells me I should pick a niche and just stick with it, but I just can't help the fact that I'm 60 stinking years old. (laughs) I've been through a lot. I'm a mom. I'm a divorcee. I'm a widower. I'm a business owner. I'm a woman. I've, I, you know, I've, I have a lot to contribute. So if you have a problem or you have a, a challenge and you want to talk about it and you want to get support, I'm calling it Weeble Women or weeble, weeble time, you know, because weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. Love it. Right? Yeah. So weeble time on TikTok, nine o'clock on my live. So you can follow me there. Awesome. And unless you have anything else, I think that's the end of our discussion for today. That's it. Okay. So that's our discussion for today. And we hope that you will share this with people you love. And for now, this is Leslie and Leslin, hoping you will Try this at home. Hi, everybody. This is Leslin from Try This at Home. I teach an online boot camp for self-awareness and personal growth. It's called the Elevate Class. And I have a new class starting on Friday, September 11th. Everything is online. It runs for 10 weeks. And all you have to do is go to the elevateclass.com where you can find out lots more information and hear from people who have taken the class. TheElevateClass.com starting September 11th. Reach out if you have more questions. All perspectives and opinions expressed during this podcast are for educational and informational purposes only. There is no direct or indirect intention to provide psychotherapy or mental health services. If you are seeking counsel for individual circumstances, please consult with a local health professional.